The perfect love is the love that gives its life for the sake of the one being loved. Our Lord Jesus Christ gave up his life for our sake to prove that he has bestowed the perfect love on us. There is nothing comparable to that and we are extremely thankful to him. Welcome to the translation of the sermon by Apostle S. S. Dawson at New Jerusalem Church on 7th March 2021. Praise the Lord. God's love is pretty much steadfast, but there is something that can shake the foundation of that love. Who shall separate us from the love of God? asks Paul. But some people find themselves being removed from such love. It is necessary to know why such a thing happens in their lives. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2 says, It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. The love of God diminishes when sin becomes the preoccupation of men that affects their lives. Sin at heart causes sinful eyes, sinful thoughts and sinful resolution, all of which turn away God's love from us. One can easily feel the difference when he tries to evoke the presence of God through prayer. He could feel the joy that has drained away from him. He needs to change himself to bring the rejoicing in the Lord back to his life again. One can let humans to separate from him, but one cannot let the Lord to separate from him at all. We should never let his voice and his face be hidden from us. It's important that we guard ourselves from such unwanted things. Jonah says that A lot of people lose their hearts to false impressions not knowing that they are greatly distancing themselves from God. They attempt to please humans not knowing that they are losing God's favor. King David says, "If I had cherished the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened." In Psalm 66:18. Dear children, we belong to the house of the Lord. The Lord dwells among us. In some households there is a situation where the son and father can't look each other in the eye and have a frank conversation. Some of us find ourselves facing the same situation here in the house of the Lord our God. They are confused when the Lord ignores their prayers and fails to listen to them. It is the cherishing of sin that creates division between us and the Lord. This cherishing can give birth to the actual sin in the long run when it happens the division becomes complete such divisions would pain the lord a lot we go around and do our duties here on earth but we should safeguard our hearts amid all these activities we should know that satan has his eyes on us but the lord is also watching us carefully we all are in the process of learning spiritual lessons We are well aware of the tricks of the devil. Job, the righteous man, became a target of him and told the Lord that he was under the strong protection of him and it is the reason why he was increasing in his blessings. He challenged the Lord to remove those protections from Job and see if he would still remain faithful to God. The Lord accepted the challenge and left everything that belonged to him 
except his life in the hands of the devil. The Lord gives us the same training as he did to Job. It is the devil's prerogative to cause us to slip and fall and create rift between us and the Lord. He may cast his eyes on us at any time to prevent us from going nearer to God and be his favorite son or daughter. Job lost everything to Satan and his body became rotten with sickness. He took away his wealth and put all his young children to death. The devil also tried him to break up with his friends through their long-winded talks. Then he tried to break him through his wife with her frustrated outburst when she advised him to curse the Lord and give up the ghost. Amid all these, Job guarded himself against sinning through his mouth. Dear children, Christian life is not just basking in luxury. It is also a gritty endurance test against sin. The early apostles encouraged the faithful to go through difficulties in their journey to the kingdom of God. We may pray to God seven times and come to church before nine o'clock for the Sunday worship when the going is good for us. But how do we behave when the going is tough for us? Remember, the patience of Job brought him twice as much wealth as he had before and the ill-tempered wife brought forth ten more children to delight herself. The Sadducees and the Pharisees are a very revered people in those days since they were teachers of faith. They always followed the rituals carefully. But the problem is, their hearts were filled with sinful thoughts which is not consistent with their teachings. Matthew chapter 7 verse 22 and 23 say, On judgment day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evil doers. The name of the Lord can manifest miracles. It can drive out demons. But are the ones doing them follow the words of God? We humans are like the axe that has a wooden handle. The axe brings significance to it as a tool, not the handle. We were like the handle and the Lord has connected us with the axe that works as the word of God. We have to keep ourselves worthy of the handle that bears the axe. The Lord wants us to be completely sinless. He doesn't want us to leave out any sin without being confessed. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 30 says, Therefore I will judge each of you, O people of Israel, according to your actions, says the Sovereign Lord. Repent and turn from your sins. Don't let them destroy you. Beloved children, we are on our way to salvation and if we have sins darkening our hearts, the Lord will deny any knowledge of us. When I was six years old, I found a two rupee note in a matchbox that had slipped from a drunkard's waistband and kept it for myself. I was 25 years old when I was saved by the Lord and went back to the same man and gave the money to him because it had been a thorn in the flesh and it was the only way to get rid of the guilt. The man was overwhelmed by emotion when I did that and accepted it with reluctance. When I returned home, I felt a surge of relief 
run through me and it was like flying back home. We all have such feelings when we unshackle ourselves from the bondage of sin. People who claim to have heard the voice of God, seen the light and the cross and imagine that they have booked their place in heaven should think again. Stop being content that you have reached eternity. There are things we have to learn still so that we will not be ignored by the Lord. We should be very careful not to allow anything to separate us from our Lord God. Dear children, when we were boys we used to jump into the village well with the football filled with air and try to keep it on the ground below. But it always floats back to the surface, even before we do. Our sins also have the habit of surfacing when the time arrives. We need to confess them before it is too late. Once a young boy from our church was called to attend an interview on Sunday for a job he had applied. Although he was in a dire need for that job, he preferred to attend the church instead of the interview. He came to us to pray for him as he decided to go to that office the next day. We were wondering whether it would be possible to attend the interview as a day would have lapsed by then. Since he had the faith, we prayed to the Lord for his success. The next day he came to see us with some fruits and told us that he was given the job. When asked how it was possible, he explained that when he went there, he found a man sitting in the office and asked him why he was one day late for the interview. The boy told that man he went to church since it was Sunday. It turned out that particular man of authority was a Christian who had been saved and he was pleased to offer the job to that boy. Reducing our time for prayer is a sin in itself. The more we are with him, the greater his love grows in us. Apostle Paul says thus in Romans chapter 8 verses 36 to 39. For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Some people leave Christian life when they reach a certain height and some lose faith when they reach a low point in their lives. But the Lord wants us to be like Apostle Paul whose love for God never wavered. The Lord has raised New Jerusalem for that purpose as the end time is approaching. We are happy to bask in the glorious flame of God's presence when we start to worship our Lord. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 1 verses 12 and 13 saying, When you come to worship me, who asked you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As far as your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath, and your special days of fasting, they are all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. Listen to those words, dear children. 
there is a message for us as well. You have to get rid of your enmity from you. Is there any disunity in the family or in the workplace or among friends? You have to remove them. Coming to church with such enmity is not appropriate. You need to confess and redeem yourself. We are in the days when the Holy Spirit is greatly active among ourselves. Nobody can stop him. I myself cannot come to the Lord's presence if I had guilt in me. If we find any bleak days, we should meditate and find the reason behind it. The sins of some precede the judgment and others just follow them. Matthew chapter 23 verses 27 and 28 say, Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which looks beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. The white dress that we wear on Sundays is a good thing, but we should watch our hearts and be rid of sins from them. Some tombs built on the cemetery are good-looking, even with the degrees written attractively next to their names. But inside is just some bones. People celebrate first date of the month and the festivals of the year and attend the worship. But what is inside the hearts? Dear children, let's look at ourselves in the light of the scripture. Are we as sinless as to be called by our names by the Lord? The Lord doesn't lend his ears to the ones whose hearts are filled with evil thoughts. A man in Quarikanal once received a favorable prophecy from us. He wrote it down and kept it in his pocket. He thought he could indulge in any sin because of that prophecy. Seeing his sinful ways, people asked him about his faith and the church he used to go. For that he replied that he had the prophecy from the apostles that he would be blessed throughout his life. No, it is not so. That's how self-deception works. These people have to be more careful than the others. Joseph had the vision early in his life, but see how Satan rose up against him. All the people of Israel were baptized in the Red Sea, but the Lord was not favorable to every one of them. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 to 6 say, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all of them drank the same spiritual water for they drank from the same spiritual rock that traveled with them and that rock was Christ nevertheless god was not pleased with most of them and they were struck down in the wilderness these things happened as a warning to us so that we would not crave evil things as they did some people are of the opinion that the old testament is irrelevant these days but i tell you it is as much relevant as before like the israelites you might have received the baptism or the holy spirit 
but still those israelites were tempted by egypt they hankered for their old life again these inappropriate desires of theirs stopped them from entering into canaan remember we are journeying towards heaven the lord is coming to take away his bride his church so the bride has to be very careful we should always be in union with the lord the evil deeds should be avoided at all costs let's clean ourselves by repentance and god against its recurrence may the lord bless these words amen if you want to contact us our website is www.newjerusalemnews.in email njcngl@gmail.com may god bless you all amen